All right. Uh, we are enjoying a Cafe Genius Impresarios episode with a guest at long last. Uh, so I would like to welcome Joshua Levitt, Josh, to his friends and colleagues. Uh, you probably know him from Tech Alley, but there's more to the story. And so welcome, Josh. Uh, thank you, Dan. I'm excited to be uh, be on the podcast. The first guest. Very exciting. Nice. Uh, yes. Uh, well, we'll find out. You, you can, uh, you can uh, reassess that at the end. But I do want to start by uh, welcoming you back, welcoming you back uh, to Las Vegas. You were out of town, which people think you're just always around and available and reachable and uh, the gateway to all connectivity. So how was your trip? And you are free to say as much or as little as you like about where you went. Yeah, no, no the trip was really nice. I went to Seattle uh, to see my, my oldest son who moved there uh, in, in uh, the summer, so, or last summer, so. Uh, he graduated from uh, UNR up in Reno and spent about a month uh, in, back in Vegas and said, I'm going to try something new and and uh, packed his bags and and went to <laughs> went to the Northwest, man, and found, you know, ended up finding himself a nice job. And uh, uh, it was good to, to go up there and see his, uh, his place and see how he was doing. Uh, cool. Seattle, you, always, you always love Seattle, man. I mean, growing up here in Vegas, uh, Seattle is, is almost like a almost like a heaven with you know, how green it is and, yeah. you know, you know, just the, the nature of, of it all and, and so on. And the rain is, you know, I know that something different, right? In Vegas, the rain comes down and, and it's like, you're going to drown if you don't uh, get into shelter. And, and it seems like in Seattle, it's just always there. You, it doesn't even, it doesn't even bother you. It's just sort of, just sort of, I don't even know if you get wet. It's just sort of, <laughs> it's, it's weird. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, we had a good time. I came back, I got here back on uh, on Wednesday and, you know, sort of catching up with work uh, ever since. That's, uh, well, it's good to get out of town. I, uh, if you like rain and green, we got to go to Dublin. I haven't been there in a while, but I, uh, I was frequently traveling when I used to work for Intel. I only went to Seattle once, which uh, is odd, but I was in Oregon a lot since Intel's up there. So the weather is probably somewhat similar, but yeah, it's about the, the great Northwest. They should, uh, they should make TV shows about it and whatnot. <laughs> right. I, I, I would love, so number one, I would love to go to Ireland. I've been aching to go there for probably 30 years. We were, we, me and my wife, uh, were originally planning on going there on our honeymoon and it canceled on us. So, uh, we had one shot 30 years ago and, uh, I'm, I'm hoping to, to catch that shot again sometime soon. There's, it's still there, and it's uh, it's a lovely place. I definitely recommend. And anybody, anybody listening, go to Dublin, go to Ireland, and, and actually, we we can talk about this later. But um, Enterprise Ireland is very interesting. If we want to talk about entrepreneurialism in Las Vegas, uh, if anybody remembers Sarah Hill from the Mill in the Downtown Project, she's still involved with Enterprise Ireland. So we'll we'll talk about that after we uh, get bored talking about Tech Alley, which you know we're going to talk about. Nice. So what, so, uh, a brief origin story, like what, what made you, uh, jump into this giant undertaking for, for tech alley? It was, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll skip to the, uh, to, to the actual moment tech alley came to, to mind, but, um, I was the director of a coding school in, uh, Las Vegas. And in fact, I think it was the only private post-secondary coding school in Nevada. And I would host meetups at the event. One, because I wanted to be a good uh, community advocate for people mm -hmm. that were uh, interested in, in, in bringing folks together. Two, great marketing, right? You're bringing people into your campus. And, uh, and three, it was, uh, it was good to have our students interacting with, with people in, in, in the community, people in the field. 
uh, you know, and so on. So we sort of got this, I, I guess, impromptu sort of, hey, this is where the tech scene is, is at, uh, is at this coding school. And one day, this, this gentleman came in. Um, his name's uh, Joseph Heckler. He's he's uh, uh, he was new to Vegas. He was he was looking to, um, you know, probably probably start up a scene uh, here as well. And he said, "Hey, I heard this is the 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 place where all the tech folks come together. This is a tech scene." I said, "Sure is, man. There's a there's a meetup on Monday, and I, I think JavaScript group comes here on Wednesday, and and yada yada yada." And he goes, "No, no, I'm looking for that one place where I can just come in and exchange ideas. Everybody's just sort of hanging out and sharing ideas." And I said, "You know, I don't think we have that." in, uh, in Vegas. And, uh, it was from that, that, uh, the idea, the idea sparked. Um, so, so the concept was, is, well, let's, let's, let's create an event where all the meetups sort of come together for, for one day. So that way people don't have to, uh, jump around the city or jump around, uh, uh, uh days or so on in order to engage the, the tech scene. And, um, we'll, we'll, we'll call this like sort of like the flea market of ideas. Um, and see what happens, right? Just make it easy. That, that's actually, that's a, that's an interesting name. I, I, <laughs> the flea market of ideas. Yeah. Well, we'll make it the flea market ideas or, you know, it's sort of, sort of the end, you know, that's how it was sort of, uh, uh, discussed as, and, um, yeah. And, and, and that was, was really it. So luckily I had a, a connection with a few of the meetups in, in Vegas and basically said, Hey, if I secure the venue space, if we can help with the, the supplies, help with the marketing, uh, and so on, why don't you just sort of host it at the same time and day every, every month. And, we started with two meetups. Uh, it was the Agile NV meetup, which is still uh, there, as, as well as the UXUI meetup. Uh, Jonathan Para hosted that uh, one, and um, and it's and it, and it sort of just kind of grown very rapidly as people said, "Hey, you know, listen, this this actually makes it easy. I don't have to find sponsors. I don't have to right. find a, a spot, and all I got to do is show up and share knowledge. This is perfect." And it sort of took it taken off from uh, from there. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited to, to what it's become. Was the, f uh, I've seen, I did not attend the first few, uh, I think you started in the summer. Was that at, at the innovation center or did you have a different, I remember seeing pictures. I thought you were there. No, it's, it's been, it's been in the same place this entire time. So it's right oh, there okay. in, in the arts district. Uh, so Taverna, so it was actually, uh, Liz, uh, Lopez with the city of Las Vegas and, and, and I were, uh, walking around the arts district, uh, trying to find a location. So, so how the city got involved is I actually went to. Uh, the city. And I said, Hey, you guys are doing a great job at getting people to come to Las Vegas. Right. But how are you going to keep them? We need to have a, a culture. My, my goal was to say, Hey, why don't you give me a space at one of your innovation centers or something like this? Cause you know, I, I just need a big hall and, and so on. I, I think at that point they had the innovation Two, which was an old library on Las Vegas Boulevard and like Washington, the old discovery library. I don't know if you've, you've ever seen it. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know if the city still, still runs it, but that's what uh, my original intent was. And uh, it was Ryan Smith who said, well, why don't you bring it to the art district and do sort of like a bar hop, right? And I, I thought about it for a bit. And I said, well, Tech Alley has three principles. It's inclusive, it's free, and, and it's consistent. It's not inclusive if no one under 21 can come, right? So I, I said, well, maybe we can, we can do uh, coffee familiar. shops. Yeah, yeah, coffee shops. And uh, I think we're working with um, Cooperate as well. They had a, a space over there uh, uh, in, in that area. And I formed basically an advisory board and, and had a few people. We, we, we were talking through, through ideas. But uh, anyway, um, the city liked the idea. They, uh, Liz and I started working together. Uh, and, you know, uh, we, we were walking around uh, downtown and hit uh, Taverna. They weren't quite open yet, as well as a floral shop there called, called uh, Stinko's. And uh, both of them were receptive right. to the idea. And, and, and that, was, that was it. That's why we landed where we did. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't remember where I saw the photo, but uh, oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, the um, <clears throat> the the twenty one plus thing. Uh, anybody who's heard me rant, uh, you you do not need to be I, with the sign like you have to be this tall to ride a ride. You do not need to be twenty one to innovate. So um, that's been like a little thing that I make noise about frequently. So that's good. But and then um, so I happen to know this uh, recently. But how is it going? And is it getting bigger? As in attendance, I don't know what you were thinking, but attendance. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I think attendance is is right where you know we, we wanted it to be, uh, which was somewhere between 100 and, and 150 uh, people. Yeah. Uh, the first uh, first Tech Alley event was 40 people, uh, and then it jumped to 80 people, and then we sort of hovered around uh, the hundreds for quite a bit. And 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 this is right is during uh, I think right right when the governor turned the the mask mandate off. So uh, even though a lot of people still wore, wore masks, but uh, you know there were still some concerns around uh, COVID. But um, uh, you know it's it, it's so right, right now I think we're hovering around 150 uh, attendees in Vegas uh, per month. Uh, but what I like is I like seeing all the new faces, right? And and that's what excites me is right. uh, and and that's part of the consistency part. In my mind, everybody can't make the same make it every month. But uh, 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 so I understand when 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 you know we don't see. Uh, the same people every, every single time, but seeing new folks just means that, you know, uh, there's more awareness of it and more participation and, and, and new ideas and, and so on. So, uh, that really excites me as well as seeing more of the youth, uh, coming here as, uh, as I mentioned, I'm from Vegas. Right. And I tell people I knew three jobs growing up when, when I was here, one was construction and that was the neighborhood I, I lived in All my friends, uh, parents were in the construction. I worked construction from middle school and high school. Um, and, uh, so, I mean, I knew that career choice. I knew, uh, uh, obviously in the resort, uh, and I knew cop and that, that was about it. Uh, and so the idea of having a community, uh, that comes together and, uh, you know, can help guide some youth around these non-traditional Vegas occupations is, is, is really exciting to me. So I, I'd love to see, you know, high school and, and even younger, uh, folks, uh, come in here and, and participate. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, uh, I think you and I both uh, reached out to Junior Achievement, and I I've volunteered a couple times, and I always mention, you know, hey, we should have more cross pollination because um, uh, probably a topic for a longer discussion, but uh, the insular community problem, right? People don't even know that there are other people. Oh, you're you're doing something we could actually collaborate on, you know, that kind of thing. And and um, so I still believe it or not. Everybody listening to this, listen up. I still run into people who have no idea what Tech Alley is. And you would think it would just, it would at least show up somewhere like uh, in discussions. And in fact, so uh, I don't want to go too far off the rails this early, but we had our pitch workout room last night for the first time at the Innovation Center. And so uh, thanks again to Josh for enabling that back in January, 2022. Um got off to a good start all year. And so now we've expanded the time and whatnot. So we were actually, um, I don't, I don't know if you had, I think you met, uh, Sammy and she was asking some people, you know, how did you come to arrive here? And it was, Oh, I was at tech alley. I went to the the pitch workout room there and I met Martin and I met John and I met, you know, so everybody kind of trying to figure out how they discover things. And it turns out it's really hard here. What, so how do you, I mean, I, I think you're, you're trying to get the word out more. I don't know if you want to talk about that. So getting the word out more about the activity, of course, I, you know, I tell people 
you know, we could be the the most we could be the, the, the most productive entrepreneur hub in the world. And unless we unless people know about it, right? Outside of the you know of, of a small community, it's, it's meaningless. Uh, so so you can even see what Tech Alley uh, we try to do at Tech Alley, which is promote not only our events but everybody's events. Right? We wanted to make it seem like they're just activity all over the place. Uh, and we, we started that, uh, doing uh, startup stories where entrepreneurs can share, you know, the, their the story of of being a founder, put in put in uh, you know some of their needs and and so on, and then we we post it and. Uh, on our social media and so on. So basically it creates an article for them on our site uh, and that gets reposted um, to others. And then we created a, a newswire that uh, is for people to do uh, uh, press releases, right? And then, and then that's shared out so we can get some of the, the news uh, out there with some, uh, with some folks, all, all of it for free. And I tell people, do you know what's great about having a nonprofit? Because Tech Alley is a 501c3, being the founder of a nonprofit and, um, uh, and so on is that we can just do it, right? We can, if oh, something, yeah. that something comes up, I, I, I just do it because we're we're here for the the good of the community itself. We're not going to we're not going to put down some, you know, uh, figures of how we're going to uh, make money off of this. It's not that's not what we're thinking about. So if if someone says, "Hey, we got this problem, let's just solve it." Done. Right. It's that easy. Yeah. Right. And uh, and so we're trying to create the buzz, trying to make it make it cool. You know, uh, I think Vegas has the uniqueness of, of 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 as a community that competing against the bright lights of of the strip. Right, uh, you know that blind it from wherever blind blind out everything outside of that that strip. So the idea of bringing people, you know, into you know other areas of Las Vegas and highlighting what we uh, what we are accomplishing is is uh, you know very 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 important. You know, we, we talk about this that uh, according to you know that dealroom.co, which which you know scrapes the internet and and, and it sort of gives them information about the startup scene here in, in Vegas, man, there's 1200 startups here with a enterprise value of $41 billion. Right. I mean, people right. don't know that. And, and so there's, there's a lot of, a lot of cool activities and a lot of big names, a lot of money, uh, and a lot of, I think, important people that are out there that, uh, that, uh, people just aren't aware of. So the, um, I'm familiar with deal room, but the, so the number you said, was it 1200 startups? Is that tech yeah. startups or any startup? Well, no, I think they're more however that would growth. be defined. Yeah, I, I would say they're scale ups, right? Uh, companies that can scale, right? Uh, uh, so um, that's what that's. I guess that's the best way I'd, I'd classify them is, is that. So they're not they're not like bakeries, but they're they're uh, yeah they're technology technology startups. Why not? Let's just call it that. Yeah. Well, one, yeah. One of the uh, the well, first of all, I was going to ask you if you because you are you are trying to increase awareness with some PR and some other outreach. And so we do uh, some interaction with local press, which is a weakness in Las Vegas, I think. Um, I mean, that's, I don't know if it's interesting yet, but just getting more awareness because uh, one of the things we talked about at our pitch workout room last night was, uh, it was my pitch. Uh, I went last, by the way, it was a full, we, we were actually there for about four hours, I think it was. Pretty crazy. <laughs> um, so it was it was a, a success. The Having more than an hour was actually useful, but uh that's a that's a different story. So the the ability to have people aware of things is my little side project, uh, which I presented, and that led to some some discussion. And some of the some aspects of what I'm proposing are to make it easier to interface with local media so that they have some awareness of when to go looking for things. So it's it's really a, f a focused 
recurring schedule more than an event schedule, if that makes like a focus schedule, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, and I think it's picking up. I, well, I, it's not that I think I, I'm seeing it, right? So you have a Camp Yar now doing a segment on the ecosystem on, on a month in the state of Nevada um, broadcast. Um, you have, uh, you know, I've been calls from you know, some of the, the news organizations asking uh, opinions on, on some things and, and highlighting, uh, uh, again, uh, the startup scene. Uh, here's some more. Again, it's not front page. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I mean, I mean, Jesus, uh, Vegas had no sports teams growing up, right? So it's so weird to see nothing but Raiders right. <laughs> fill up fill up the, the the front page. You know, I, I don't. I don't. I don't follow sports, but it, but it's interesting to me to see that and the Knights. You know, really, you know, getting a lot of uh, attention. But uh, I, I think the, I think what you got to do is you you, you got I think it's just it it, it it attracts people right and 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 people are, are recognizing so the more and more people within the community that are seeking to to, to find out information about uh, you know the tech and startup scene or the startup community uh, out there or um, are, are are at least aware of it I think I think you're going to start seeing more and more of the media you know picking up on it but th- th- that's what that's what drives me. Uh, crazy because we have some really again really big companies that are that are headquarters here and um yeah and it's, it's not it's not being highlighted uh highlighted much but it will i i, I see the trend I'm, I'm really excited about it for instance well, yeah. i was gonna say the newswire uh uh contacted greenspun media which has a lot of the media resources has uh, said hey we'll we'll look at the um the, the press releases that are coming out and see if you know we can publish it uh, there and i think they also uh, shared the idea of, of uh, highlighting some entrepreneurs on a, on a monthly basis, which is uh, pretty cool too. So it's a start, but it, Vegas sure. is kind of like Vegas is kind of like a follow me city, right? Absolutely. Yeah. What, 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 once one person does it, you know, then everybody else does it. So I mean, hell, look at the strip. Uh, you know, I, I kind of laughed because now everything is those crazy LCD mar- marquee signs, right? I'm like, whoever sold, whoever went down the strip and sold this made a, made a, made a killing because now every casino looks exactly the same with all, all of that, all of this, you know, the, the LCD and, and digital, uh, you know, advertisement. And, and you just see it all the time. It's just as if they go to a convention and it just sort of follows, uh, follows everybody. So yeah, once, once, the, once the attention starts getting brought up, I think you're going to see a bigger, uh, uh, a bigger press, bigger, bigger mouthpiece. I think, I think we need, what do we really need? We need that show off entrepreneur and we need a, a leader, uh, uh, with a, with a recognizable name that can sit there and say, yes, right. You got to come to Vegas. I'm going to open up my Rolodex. I'm going to be that face that says, uh, screaming from the mountaintops. I mean, look at, look what Oscar Goodwin did when he was trying to get teams here, right. Walking around with his, with his martinis and showgirls, and, and, and he was a character. We don't, we don't have that, at least not for the, the tech scene here. Does he does he just do that in general, or only when he's attracting teams? <laughs> I think I think it's all show. I don't. Yeah. Hopefully not, man. It's a yeah. interesting. So I'm so so one of the things that I think. So you mentioned having one event per month, and then you said there are twelve hundred tech startups here. So imagine, if you will, one person from each startup came to Tech Alley tomorrow. Yeah. So twelve hundred people show up. Was does that fit the model, or is does Tech Alley have a climax? Uh, I'm sorry, carrying capacity. How many people? You reach a number, and then it sort of uh, detracts having too many people. So, what are, what are your thoughts on that? Like, what, yeah. you said 150 is the sort of the target maximum, but what happens well, if it catches on and everybody shows up? Well, four. I think I think 400 would be the you know the maximum, right? Uh, 150. I'm feeling really comfortable. Uh, 400. I mean, that's 
you know, that, that's a, that's a, Hey, I really got to raise some funds in order to pay for this uh, event, <laughs> right? Because Tech Alley pays for the food and we pay for the, sure. the venue space. And, and I think the area around that, that uh, where we host it, we can grow, right? We're, we're, we are talking to some other uh, venue spots, uh, around there. Um, and, and some of the, some of the businesses have, have offered, uh, which is really cool, uh, for the, for the first space. So we can, we can, we can, we can grow. Uh, but the big question is, and, and Taverna Costera, which is the, the, the restaurant that, that caters, uh, the food and it provides the food for us have been very, very generous, uh, on, on keeping the, the, for the type of food we're getting. I mean, it's, it's just absolutely, you know, uh, great food, uh, was it like Hawaiian Mediterranean sort of, Fusion, uh, yep. uh, Chef Chris does a nice job. Yeah. Yo, my God, I think that's what draws the crowds more than anything. But I mean, they've, they've kept this at a, a the same price that we've we've had when we had forty people, right? So, um, you know, they've been very very generous uh, in, in supporting the tech scene, and, and, and so obviously, if we get to you know four hundred or more, I you know, I, I'm sure they can't sustain that. Well, uh, well, it's, so it's interesting. So, say there were four hundred people there. Uh, I, I'm not trying to get into an argument, but this is this. I think this is something to think about. If we do, if we, as in the, the ecosystem itself, not just tech, but in general, if we do start to kind of uh, grow, right, in in size, in participation, and energy, and in, in new starts of businesses of any kind, but suppose more people show up to Tech Alley, as we've said, so say 400 people, when you have everything on one day. You start adding meetups and whatnot. Now there's just more things that you're missing. So ironically, you you lose for having everything on one day if there are so many people and so many meetups basically choose that as the one day to hang it on. What do you think? Mm. Is that crazy or is that? I, well, I don't want it to be all, all on one day, right? I think Tech Alley is just meant to be where, where it's that consistency. You know, you'll always find uh, sure. a, space, a space here. And I want to see events. Like I said, I want to see events every day in Vegas. And, uh, again, you know, and, and tech alley just sort of being that, uh, you, you know, yeah, yeah. They, you know, you sort of come and, and, and sort of regroup or, or just sort of re-engage. Yeah. But, um, I, I don't, I don't ever want to say that everybody, that tech alley is the only event people need to go to. I, 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 right. I yeah. love that you're doing your events. I love that startup Vegas and startup NV is doing their events. I mean, uh, even, even the events that we, we, uh, me and, uh, we had, uh, was it last Friday when, uh, John Hill from Techstars was in town and yeah. uh, reached out and said, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I'd be happy to do it for free, uh, uh, speak to the community, which I thought was super cool. And, and it tied right in with the Startup NV event with Andy uh, Abertson uh, uh, speaking uh, shortly afterwards. Uh, you know, it, I mean, we got to highlight uh, things like that. But the idea that, uh, hell, the idea that, uh, you know, we, we can't even throw an event without having somebody else throwing the around sometimes is actually pretty pretty exciting to me man i'm saying i'm thinking it's working right that the activities are are, are going on um uh, you know we're, we're collaborating within within groups and we're working together i think that's fucking awesome right uh yeah and uh, so f- since geez i think we i first went in either i think it was november of 2021 to tech alley and we started the bootstrappers breakfast as another event and we were sitting there at uh vesta across the street we met, we met at eight and we went to Tech Alley at 10. So uh, I was already getting to Tech Alley very early anyway. But we the, the take home was like, the, this is an anchor to start a month, right? So the third Saturday, you start between now and the next first uh, third Saturday, next month. Mm-hmm. Everybody you met at Tech Alley is somebody that you should have an, a more 
uh, I'll say intimate, but a, a smaller meeting, a, a more focused discussion, because at some point you just get lost in the, the mingle or you go to the meetups and you didn't get to talk to so-and-so in this night, but oh, let's meet up later. And I'm seeing, this is my observation, but I'm seeing that people tend to hang their plan on Tech Alley and then oh, I'll just see you next month. Or you're going to be a Tech Alley instead of saying, do you have some time to talk before Tech Alley, like tomorrow or you know, the Thursday before or something like that. So I'm slightly concerned that it's becoming uh, a go-to instead of an enabling like starting point, if you will. Hmm. So just just observation. So, and as you say, there are other events, and you do a great job, if I can say that, uh, of cross promoting things. I don't know that other uh, clubs, groups, organizations, communities do the same. And that is another thing that Las Vegas culturally needs to work on, in my opinion, is cross promoting each other and you know, be helping people be aware that you know, hey, if you like this, you're going to love that because hmm. ultimately everybody wins in that case, right? Because, you know, the connections that come from that probably raise all boats, as they say. Yeah. And, and, as, and as, you know, for lack of a better word, ecosystem builders, right? Uh, which which I think event planners are part of that. It's important. There's no competition amongst us, right? Uh, there's no zero-sum game here. We we need to promote and and, and so on. And, and, and in fact, when uh, I first started Tech Alley and there seemed to be some people that, you know, saw us as, as competition, uh, I try. I, I recognize that, and and so when people say, "Hey, how can I help Tech Alley?" I said, "If you ever hear anybody talk bad about another event, tell them to shut the hell up, right? Let's change a culture here, right? And 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 lead by example, and 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 show that it's not acceptable to uh, to try to tear down other events in order for yours to get more popular. There's plenty of room here. We just need to work together. But but I mean, hell, look at look at you're promoting. Look what I'm promoting with the uh, inclusivity." No bars. Keep make right. sure that anybody at any. I mean, that's picking up like crazy now, man. I mean, hell, you even talked to one event. I won't. I won't say his name. Uh, uh, you pointed it out. I bet you they didn't even think about it. Uh, you know, the big event uh, which which recognizes a lot of the top tech folks, mm-hmm. and uh, they lowered the age to eighteen like immediately, right? Uh, and, and and of course, it's a work in progress. But just just that notion uh, uh, is showing results now. Uh, there's other cultural changes I, I think I'm recognizing, and, and, and again, it's hard for me because I grew up here, and, and to me, it's normal. But but meeting folks like you and, and others that are coming from other cities and go, no, no, that's not the way it's supposed to work. You go, okay, well, shit, let's let's uh, let's lead by example here, and 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 try to, you know, uh, make 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 a, a good make a good culture, a positive culture, the norm, uh, or for per se, right? Um, and so, as you said promote events i'll promote all the events i love that tech.vegas uh the website now has a calendar and and is promoting like uh, everything that's going on uh in, in the las vegas tech scene i i uh we are at, at tech alley now going to be uh you know uh, actually having people check in and so we can get their information so we can start sharing uh more information out there I, originally i was against like newsletters and so on and i figured you know i don't like them no one else will uh, but now people are, are craving that. So if it's a, right. we're looking at it as another way to promote uh, what's going on uh, within the scene uh, as well. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what we'll see how it comes out. But my strategy now is uh, one: just do it, and two: lead by example. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the newsletter thing. I always tell people um, you you can go to a website and you can try to find things. And I uh, I did discuss the failings of uh, the siloed calendar sites. And so 
uh, topic for another time is the ongoing uh, smart calendar project to work on for our, for our charity. That's a, an army of one project at this point. But anyway, the there are different ways to do things that are not just the status quo. And uh, so, yeah, certainly awareness. But if you have to go to a site to find information, then you end up spending or not spending time searching. And we talked about this last night as well, right? Like, oh, to find a meetup, you go to meetup, you go to Eventbrite, you go to you know, LinkedIn and you just start spelunking a little bit. And the nice thing about a newsletter is that it, you don't even have to read it, but you have it. So mm. information that's ideally, oh, you know, uh, something close to what you're looking for. And then if you don't ever read it, that's fine, but you don't have to go searching. It's in your inbox. You just, well, you search in your inbox. So I think there is some appeal to that. And also, uh, properly using, I don't know if you can hear my phone ringing. Sorry about that. Um, properly using calendars to, because your calendar on your phone can certainly show things that are coming up. So I think, as I said last night as well, you weren't there. So uh, I'm kind of filling in some some of the minor points. But the, the more people are aware of what's happening, that was my stuff falling, sorry. Uh, the more people are aware of what's happening uh, easily, the more they can at least participate, even if they if they don't go, but they'll at least know about it. But I think discovery is a huge problem. So yeah. the more people get the word out is fine, but taking advantage of the technology and not just relying on the status quo, right? Like everybody just uses meetup. So, or the WordPress plugin for the calendar, right? Those are, those are necessary, but not sufficient in my opinion. Yeah, no, you make a good point. And, and we're going, at least going back to the uh, ecosystem uh, uh, part of it is you don't want any, we don't need any gatekeepers, right? Uh, or patriarchs or whatever. So it, it does make sense that if the information is only available on a on a site, that site inadvertently becomes sort of a gatekeeper, I suppose. Um, yeah, yeah. Get the information out. Anybody that comes to Vegas and uh, says, "I one, I want I to participate," uh, someone next to them hopefully is saying, "Let me tell you how," right? Or or if they don't even know where to look, they should, you're right. They should be able to find it. I, I, I always looked at it as, so I, where I'm, my brain's going on this one is I was part of a, uh, a panel once and uh, uh, here in Vegas, and they were talking about, you know, the ecosystem. This was a few years ago. And um, they had a lot of government folks and, and so on on there. And they're talking about how to enter the ecosystem. And uh, one of the one of the panelists says, here's what you do is if you, you contact me and you have a, uh, have a specific question and I'll point you in the right direction to, of the next resource you want to go to and everybody clapped and um one of uh one of one of the guys that uh was with me again it was actually joseph uh he was he was he was listening to it he said that's the exact wrong answer right right exactly he goes because you you're now the gatekeeper you're now you're now that patriarch to it people have to know who you are and how to contact you and 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 have a question for you he goes uh, entrance into the ecosystem is sitting at a, at a restaurant saying man i had this really cool idea on a calendar and and Dan, you're sitting next to him and says, hey, man, I want to hear it. And next thing you know, I'm engaged. I don't even know what my question is. I just have someone that's, that's now helping me find resources simply because they overheard heard me at a, at a bar, cafe, restaurant, whatever, right? That's the entrance point to the ecosystem. And so I, I sort of put that as a, all right, when I see that, I know we're doing something successful, which is why I love to, I always love to hear the stories of that happening at Tech Alley. But I never associated it with, all right, well, well, it's the same thing can can can, can occur with having a calendar. Sure. I know what the calendar is and you might know where the calendar is, but does someone coming to Vegas know where the calendar is? 
you know, that's that's right. an issue. Yeah, right? we, we got to get yeah. some billboards up there, man. Well, <laughs> we got to get some billboards and start putting freaking calendar events. Why not? Right? Wow, that'd yeah. be interesting. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, the the yeah, discoverability is how do I discover things? And I always, you know, not always, but I tell some people in the software world where I live, um, if anybody knows how microservices work or the cloud and all, they have a thing called a service registry, and you can discover services in a structured way. So you know who who's responsible for emailing so I can use the email service and so on. So here, as you say, it's, it's some gatekeeper or set of them. Some of them are named Josh. Others are named Jamie Schwartz (laughs) for examples. So when you hear, uh, Oh, do you know, Josh, you got to talk to Josh. Well, that makes you, whether you like it or not, sort of the, the, I will say bottleneck, but not, that's not a negative way. It just means that things, the more things pass through you, the less time you have to, to work with them. And same goes with Jamie. I've, I've had this conversation with her actually. And it's, it doesn't, you don't scale well, sorry, no, no offense, but you can't have a thousand incoming. Uh, if ever, if all those entrepreneurs, if, if 1200 people emailed you tomorrow and said, I hear I'm supposed to talk to you about how, how do I meet the other 1199 people? You'd be like, there's better ways than, <laughs> than emailing me. Sure. Yeah. hundred percent, uh, man. And I told a, a story yesterday, true story, um, as part of my, my, a soft pitch my first time pitching it i used to work at phillips electronics and they had 160,000 people worldwide at the time this was back in uh somewhere around 2000 they had no company directory and their company culture was only face-to-face so our second day is our our new software and electronics business unit of the flat display systems group so lcds basically was on a plane to eindhoven in holland meeting with people at the NAT lab, the ASA lab, we had to go meet them in person. We had to say hello and we had to get their list of contacts and who else we talked to and so on, just like you described. And so, yes, exactly the wrong way to proceed. And I always tell people, Hey, you got to, you have a device in your pocket. Most people now, uh, with a calendar and, and, a, a con, you know, ways, ways to communicate with people. There's, you can talk to more than one person and certainly calendars should come to you. Mm. So, you know what, man, I'm going to talk to Ben. Or somebody, uh, he does. Ben is the one that runs the uh, Vegas uh, TikTok Vegas. And 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 again, how how can you make that information easier, at least on events, and maybe even maybe even something bigger. Maybe we can brainstorm this. But why not have something on? Uh, hey Google, you know Google speakers, app technology, something easy where you can say, Hey, uh, is there an event going on within the ecosystem or entrepreneur scene yeah. or startup community? And he goes, Sure, here's a calendar. So so that, make it that easy for that, and maybe even hey. Maybe even use, I wonder if like the, the new AI chat GPT, if you put in there, Hey, I, I'm new to Las Vegas. Can you give me a list of what I need to do in order to engage the ecosystem here? And it just pops up. Fuck, dude, we should, we should see if, what, what happens with that. I'm going to next and, uh, and, and find out how do we populate, how do we get that information yeah. out in, in those, in those, in that technology? Yeah. Do you want to, wow. we can talk about that right now if you want, but I will say, uh, I'll apologize for any young years that were with that F-bomb, uh, I'm, I'm cursing. I apologize. <laughs> but um, uh, no, young kids are not going to listen to this. But that's okay. Uh, maybe they will. I can't say. I, I often tell people I've been, I was part of uh, 47 hackathons and a reality show and I was at Intel and I quite literally worked with, um, I think the youngest was seven, but I'll say 10 years old to 70, seven to 70 sounds better, but I think 10 years old at a, at a Coder Dojo event and a 70 year old couple at a hackathon in Cambridge, Massachusetts and all ages in between. And so that's why I say the age, you don't have to be any age. There's no min or max. But um, yeah, it's important to uh, allow them in. But I, uh, 
no f bombs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, can't. I, 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 I was gonna say real quick. Uh, I, so I worked for uh, a big uh, Fortune 500 company, and uh, you know, I was working my way up. And I knew I made it when I jumped on a, a, a call. You know, a, you know, I, we didn't have Zoom back then, but you know, a conference call, and uh, everybody was cursing. I was like, all right, well, I guess no one, no one needs to worry who was on the other end of this call. Man, they they felt comfortable enough. Right. I, figure I, I made it. But anyway, go ahead. So, so we, we talked about this last night, in fact, and um, really, everybody listening, you should have been there last night. It was great. But the, uh, here, okay, um, these are my opinions, but the, so Innovate for Vegas Foundation, nonprofit, charity, 501c3, we can do anything as you described, right? So same idea. We can just try things out. And when we first started, our first, our second project was Smart Social, and it still is. And the idea was to start with a smart calendar. So everything you just said is part of the of an existing standard. It's already there. It's been around for decades. <laughs> if you use Google calendars or Outlook calendars or Yahoo calendars, and they always say, you know, add to my Yahoo calendar, there's a standard way to add events, but there's an even more standard way to follow calendars. So in the model that we have spec'd out, which unfortunately I'm the only one working on it right now. So just like Josh and Jamie, you cannot have just one person doing these things. Mm-hmm. The, the idea is to, you you create a calendar using the your favorite tools, you know, a, an Outlook calendar, for example. Here's Tech Alley and here's the rundown. Rather than pu- publishing it to Meetup, as because you have to do that as a separate step, right? You have to mm-hmm. generate some text and paste it into a form and you submit it. And now you have an RSVP list on Meetup, right? Does that sound familiar? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so if you actually have a calendar server that follows the RFCs, request, request for comments, so that's how... A lot of internet standards are uh, implemented as RFCs. So an RFC, there, I think there's about five. I've read them all. So it felt like 10, but um, that cover iCalendar streams and CalDave protocols. So all these things are, have been around for decades. So if you share your Outlook calendar as a public calendar to the calendar server, just like an RSS feed or just like Usenet News or just like a lot of uh, ActivityPub is now the new thing, then that calendar can be shared with people and discovered. But when they RSVP, the RSVP goes to you. If you cancel the event, if you update it, you update your calendar and then it percolates up through these various servers. So no longer are you trying to get people to update or to publish. You're doing that and they're taking your calendar information from you. You host it. So rather than creating yet another silo that you have to go up and I know I'm, I'm monopolizing our, uh, I'm, I'm going on at length here, but when I was working with mobile food vendors, uh, food trucks, they have exactly the same problem. They have to post their schedule in 12 different places because there's so many apps and Instagram and Twitter and all that. So it's like, why don't you just use standard tools to publish these, you know, publish it once and then have it percolate through uh, with, with RSS and similar. So it is totally doable and we can actually be a smarter, smart city because of it. And that's one of the plans. So everything you just said is part of what I've been trying to get people to work on as part of our open source project. So it will happen eventually. It'll happen twice as fast with two people. It'll happen half as fast with four people, if that makes sense. It does. That's, that's good. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm eager for it. We need it. Me too. Me too. <laughs> um, well, I mean, so so uh, just to give the quick version of my pitch yesterday, which was, uh, I think it was fun. I th- uh, the whole night was fun. I will, I'll plug that again. Pitch workout room totally uh, worked out way better than I ex- uh, expected. I mean, I expected it to be good, but it was even better because we didn't have any time constraints. So people, uh, Martin Fuentes did a 99 second Founders Live style to practice again because they, they have another one coming up in June. 
Uh-huh. Other people just f- didn't have a pitch or a deck or anything. They just started talking. You know how that works, don't you? Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and and a lot of feedback, like surprisingly deep, th- uh, like well thought out, considered feedback and questions back and forth and whatnot. So when you have the time to do that, I think it's uh, the value of this if people actually participate, probably 10x, right? Because we're not constrained by having just one hour. No offense, one, one hour is a great start. But when you f- open the floodgates, the conversations that were going back and forth from someone who like, uh, her name was Noelle. I met her, actually, I met her at Founders Live Tuesday. And I said, you should come by Pitch Workout Room, give it a try. She got up. I think that was a good 30 minutes of back and forth about her you know, possibilities and, and where it could go and what do you mean by that and how would that, you know, are you thinking this or that? So it was... Um, high value to, to say the least. And uh, we'll see how it progresses. But the thing that I was talking about was discoverability. So how do people find out about Pitch Workout Room? So that's where the create, learn, build, launch calendar idea comes in. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> and it's, it is, uh, we haven't really talked about it that much. So this, this will be, I guess, a quick intro, but uh, essentially you, rather than having events all the time, you have focus on different areas so that the press knows, oh, it's build week. And we know Tech Alley is at the end of build, build week. So who, who's building what? And it doesn't have to be an event, but you can definitely highlight it in the press. And you can, uh, like a, a launch week would be the, the final week of the four-week cycle. So if you're opening a new coffee shop, are you opening it during launch week? No, we're launching it two weeks later, but we're going to make an announcement during launch week because that's when everybody's going, oh, what's what new is happening in Vegas and who's launching what? So that helps to align with the press. And if we have it integrated into our calendar and we can spread the word around like that, um, I think we elevate awareness and discovery without actually having to have events, right? You, you still let people do what they're doing, but you structure the way people can discover things using standard tools and making it very freely available for people to consume and reblog and publish in the press. Everything's published open source, creative commons. So there's no, you know, take it, publish it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm hoping we can actually run that experiment here. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a neat experiment. Um, cool, good. So we're we're almost out of time, unless you uh, if you have a hard stop, but because it's kind of we are recording this from 11:05. Thanks, other podcast platform until uh, <laughs> noon. I I wanted to just allow you know give you some time to to fill in some of the Ionovate. And um, if you want to talk about Maverick, you can say whether you like F-18s or F-14s better. But um, a little, a quick word on Ionovate, because that's also important work that yeah. you're doing that I think nobody really connects with you because everybody thinks you're just Josh from Tech Alley. <laughs> uh, you know, so it's, 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 I'll tell you this. I, I, ran, I came up with this uh, sort of goal, I, I guess, or this, uh, anyway, uh, this, this thing that I, I, I committed to myself, I said, all right, I'm not going to share ideas uh, unless I'm going to execute on them, right? Uh, because ideas are are easy, execution is uh, is everything. Uh, and I, I, the reason I'm saying that is because um, I had an idea and I executed on it, and 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 that's how I innovate came around. So as as I said, I was part of a uh, a director of a coding school, and um, uh, our biggest, I think, responsibility was to try to get those folks that went through that program into a, a job, right? right. And uh, you know, I learned. In, in that in that time, why local talent wasn't attractive to some of these uh, some of these companies, and and the big one is uh, one because it costs money to upskill junior developers, and two, 
once a junior developer gets, you know, five, six months worth of experience under their belt, uh, they were tending to get hired by another company for more money than than what they were making before, right? So, so all these startups or these companies were were investing time and 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 efforts and and, and opportunity costs into into these folks, and they were just leaving. So, so it was much riskier to uh, just go out of uh, out of country, out of state, in order to hire uh, talent, mainly out of out of country, international uh, market hit, uh, you know, Israel and uh, Argentina and. India and, and so on. So uh, what I what I ended up doing with with Innovator is I said, all right, well, how can we mitigate the risk of of bringing on entry level developers, and um, and uh, and compete with the international market? So that's exactly what we do. So what I ended up doing is I I hire these entry level developers. We're, we're for lack of a better word, we're a launching pad. I hire entry level developers uh, for contract work on on projects that I, I find, and then I hire a senior development team in Las Vegas to act as the intermediary between the client and the junior developer. So the client's working specifically with the senior developer, but the junior developer's doing a majority of the work. And then I blend that rate where like a senior developer's costing, you know, 200 or so dollars an hour. Junior developer's obviously a lot, a lot less. Uh, I blend that rate based on, you know, how, how much time everybody's burning in. So it brings that, that rate down to 50, 60, 70 bucks, depending on, on the project. Uh, and uh, it, 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 it's actually finding a market here, uh, you know, in Las Vegas, where companies are going. Okay, wait, this is this is better. I'm working on local time with local people, with a local company that has a reputation, uh, and I'm getting my product delivered uh, as as is contracted out, right? But then I have the opposite of a non solicited agreement, and I and I let my clients know if you want to hire those entry level developers that worked on your project, you're free to do it. No, not going to cost you anything. It's just right. just a way. It's just a way to get to know the the people here in the community and. And try, uh, you know, see how well they, they they work, and then and then bring them on as uh, on your, your team. So so it was, it was solving a, a bunch of needs, right? For not only for businesses here, but for a very talented pipeline that I think that we have. It's just that no one was giving them a, a shot. So that's what I, I I put together to solve this. And I tell people, I I, I innovate was never meant to be this million dollar company that was going to retire on. It was just it was just meant to prove that that something like this could work, right? And I shared the idea with anybody. I'm surprised that like recruitment firms aren't doing it. I share it with everybody. Say, take it, take yeah. the idea, take the model, and 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 implement it within your your site. But hey, you know, it's, it's been doing well for me. It's paying the bills. I'm, I'm enjoying it. And something really exciting is that we are also the the, the sponsor of the state's only software developer apprenticeship, um, which has to go through uh, the state, which is which is actually a, an interesting task because you have to go through a council and there are standards that you have to, to get get through and you know, there's not a lot of non-traditional apprenticeships, you know, usually apprenticeships are on the labor side. And, and so you have to uh, sort of work within that space and sort of adapt it to these new programs like uh, software development. But uh, I helped put together those standards and we got approved by the council about a year ago. And we got our first software developer apprentice that was hired uh, March 6th, man. She's, uh, she's doing, she's doing fantastic, but she's the first. So here's the cool thing. Someone pointed this out to me uh, afterwards. They said, uh, uh, the first software developer apprenticeship apprentice in the state of Nevada is a woman during National Women History Month. <laughs> and I thought, oh, well, I guess you can't ask for anything uh, better. That's a pretty cool uh, coincidence on it. But no, she's doing fantastic, and uh, it, you know, it's an opportunity now. And I'm trying to get with the you know the states and other organizations to say, let's promote the shit, the heck out of this. And uh, <laughs> I almost caught myself. Let's let's promote the heck out of this, right? Because. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a neat story. It's a neat story that shows, you know, companies and, and, and uh, companies outside and inside Las Vegas that, you know, you can get 
local talent in, in Las Vegas. And, and here's uh, all of these different pipelines, including things like Ionovate's Launchpad or the uh, apprenticeship and, and, and the benefits that uh, uh, come with these types of programs that make the talent uh, more attractive. You, you know, which is my, as I do, and maybe you have a better, better uh, grasp of it because uh, though I might have started a coding school and I own two coding companies, I'm not a software developer, right? Uh, but I think we have a tremendous amount of talent here. And it's just, it's just, a, it's just a, at least on the entry level side of it. Um, and it just needs, they just need an opportunity to demonstrate their, their, their capabilities. So I love doing that. They do need it. Now I will, I just want to clarify real quick. You said you you started a coding school, but that is a rumor that I think has gone around that you were one of the founders of that school, which shall not be named, but set the record straight founder or you joined and then helped. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not a founder. No, it was actually part of a, it was part of a nonprofit that, uh, uh, that, uh, but first, there was another company called, I believe it was the Iron Yard that was uh, around and they closed all their shops in uh, across the country. And uh, this, this nonprofit said, well, we need to keep that pipeline going because there's no other coding school in Nevada. And uh, yeah, they, uh, they, they, they started it and then uh, it, it hadn't quite launched. So, so I wasn't there when it first kicked off, but a few months later, they, they brought me in as a, as a director to help get that uh, company uh, or that that uh, that school up and running, and and that's another thing in, in Nevada. And I'm, I actually got some legislation going through it right now. Is that uh, the process to get a coding school or or any trade school is just insane, which is which 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 is demonstrated by there was only being one coding school in the state of Nevada, right? It just was it just wasn't compatible with modern day uh, education resources out there. So we're working on some legislation to change that, so so Nevada can be more attractive to. Uh, to schools like uh, coding schools and so on. Right, right. Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah. some people uh, are under the impression you were. Anyway, that's that's a different no, story. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I wasn't the founder. I just got it. I just got it. Uh, I just got it. So it was legally able to start accepting students. No less credible is Josh Levitt, but uh, some people are like, oh, but he started a coding school, so he must. Yeah, like, well, he did a lot of cool things, but um, yeah. But the the interesting thing here. How how hard is your hard stop? Because it's uh, technically uh, I haven't. I have uh, about thirty minutes, so we're good. Oh, uh, I hope I won't take up more than fifty. But the <laughs> the there's a there's a sort of a two sides of a coin. One, and I have had this conversation with many people, and in fact, I use it a lot for the Innovate for Vegas Foundation. Sort of, it's not not the tagline, but it's something I say often: is local innovation by local innovators, which is a focus on people that are already here. Uh, some people are probably have no idea or not aware of this at all. But when I first moved here, I suggested that UNLV implement a clinic program, which was to connect startups with students. So the students would basically form little consulting groups. So we did this at Harvey Mudd. There are, there's like a hundred universities and colleges across the country that do this. And my school, Harvey Mudd had started it in the fifties. So it's been around. And I met with uh, Rama Venkat in the engineering school and Zach Miles and, and a variety of other people. And we sat at a big table and I got my, my alma mater to join in and they were happy to help. And so we put together this program and it just failed miserably because there was no, there was no, there was no connection of what we have with what we could do with it, I guess you could say, but I was working at Intel all the time. But anyway, so the long story short is that making connections between people doing things here and people who can do things here, students junior programmers. Not everything is code either. So it's people that are just not experienced. Connecting them with potential 
things <laughs> to be generic mm-hmm. is I think is one of those other discoverability issues where you have, you have talent here that just a is they don't sur- get surfaced. They don't get found or discovered and B in my experience, they don't necessarily know how to do what they think they want to do, if that makes sense. And mm-hmm. I, here I'm leaning more towards coding side, but a lot of people want to be developers. And then you say, well, here's a project, let's work on it. And it, I have a path to monetizing it and to turning it into a job. And they're like, eh, I, eh not, not interesting. Smart calendar. <clears throat> but there's there's a lot of, I'm just seeing, it's just a, uh, maybe it's because of the, the couple of years that people were, were homeschooled or maybe it's, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I think it's an impediment because if you import all of your talent, as some have suggested, right, gentrification, um, you know, making this the next Silicon Valley is not going to happen. But if you think that that's the way to go, then what happens to the junior level coders here? They don't have a place to even get on the on-ramp as you're doing with Ionovate. But if you just say, well, we'll just bring our whole team from California or Austin or whatever, those are opportunities I'll say lost, but certainly deferred, which I think is a concern because you can't grow an innovation culture here if you import it all, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. You, we have to create ways for, yeah, locals to uh, uh, to rise in that space. Hundred percent, man. Uh, you know, it might be easier to, re- but uh, to recruit people. But again. I, I don't know if that's sustainable. I don't know if that's a sustainable uh, strategy. I, I'm all for uh, yeah, promoting the, the, the local community. I, I say this too. I think, I, and I might be a rarity here, but I, I think our school district here is, does a phenomenal job. And uh, uh, my take on it is, uh, you, you know, you need that social support in order to help those those youth get uh, into at a, you know into into those jobs outside of uh, the traditional jobs. I think I said that earlier. Uh, and so and so we just have to create create pathways or create opportunities, uh, you know, for them and so on. But, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, I, I think entrepreneurialism of all forms, not just coding and not just tech startups, which is another thing that I think is going to have to be a little wake up call is like, not everything is a tech startup that's going to hyperscale and exit. Sure. Sometimes it's Ionovate, right? I just want to do good stuff. Don't need to exit. Well, yeah. And, and, and I think it's important. Anybody that can employ somebody is just phenomenal. Sure. Right. I think that's 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 one. Of, I, I always admire that, and and it was. And I'll tell you this: go, being part of that coding school is where I, I started meeting entrepreneurs. You know, because before that, I was a you know, as it, uh, I, I don't mind saying, I was at Bank of America, and then I was the CIO of a helicopter company here, and you know, and I, I wasn't really exposed to that that space as much. But going, I, I remember my jaw dropping when I was listening to an entrepreneur speak once, and I was like, one like a high growth, someone's like super excited about something. And I was like, holy cow! I I can't believe that you know, his take on, on this, on this situation here. And, um, and, uh, anyway, anyway, uh, I, I think exposing more people, I think to these different types of mindsets, you know, I think is, is, uh, is valuable, but, but, uh, going, going to, to another thing though, um, you had talked about, you know, developers and, and, and some of them going, nah, I'm not really interested or, or so on. That, 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 what I always tell developers is developers develop, right? Every solution you see, Every problem you see, you should probably be going. Maybe I should can develop a some code to solve that that sort of thing. Just like a carpenter uh, uses nails and 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 wood, right? 
to fix things. And, 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 and you see it here with, uh, with entrepreneurs. It seems like uh, entrepreneurs, every solution sold by a business, right? I mean, we create something that, that'll solve this sort of thing. Uh, uh, you know, I think, I think we need that mindset. So that's why I love, I love what you're doing, right? You're basically saying, hey, I'll give you, if you're interested in coding, an opportunity to code and participate in something, right? Um, but not coders also, right? So that's another not coders also, right, right, right. People don't always connect is that, you know, hey, that's, I have to build an app to do a thing. Like, no, you, an, the app might be the second secondary consideration, right? It might be just having an idea that you can like share with people or having the human element of it, which is often left to chance, right? So people that design user interfaces, they're not always coders, but they are essential. And people who do language translations and test things and write documentation. So there's all mm. kinds of aspects. And so we, um, back in October, we started uh, the the Innovate for Vegas name change. And then that's a longer story, but uh, we won't go into that right now. Code for America. But uh, but we also have, so we're going to maintain though code for and create for .vegas as I call it the, the entryways into the same dining room, right? So if you mm -hmm. have a, a KFC and a Taco Bell, same building, like, oh, we're sitting in the same place. We came into different entrances. So there are people, there, there are definite needs. And like I said earlier, the create week, learn week, build week, launch week, there's a lot of things, a lot of moving parts that people could actually take part in, even though they're not a coder. And we used to hear this back in the summer before we uh, name changed was I'm not a coder. So I guess I'm not welcome here. And that was far from the truth. So it's, it's unfortunate that a word made that much difference, but that, you know, that was a minor change. Uh, but elevate. And so I don't, uh, side note, cafe genius has our genius roundtable, which is all about our entrepreneurial ecosystem of which tech alley is a part, but so is the coffee shop that we have meetings in. Right. I mean, that's an entrepreneur too. They started a company and we are absolutely benefiting from their efforts. And so they are often left to, Oh, you're not a tech startup. So, but I'm hoping our economy will realize eventually that entrepreneurs of all types contribute and some of them actually have sustainable employment without needing to exit. So mm -hmm. yeah. it's a consideration for our overall. Um, and, oh, and we're doing the downtown project retrospective. So you have mentioned this before you were, you were at the helicopter company, which I referred to earlier, but mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to name it, but they, you, so you were there during that time, if I recall correctly. And so the downtown project, I was not a part of it either. I was a spectator, but a lot can be learned from the past so we can look forward to the future with, with those learnings. So we're mm -hmm. starting to look, uh, seek out people. And I will say, you, you said this earlier, when people were sort of speaking negatively or, or not supportively of, uh, of events. And there were, there was a little bit of a, oh, this isn't like we used to have back in the, the downtown project days about tech alley. And I, I would tell them like, the, the, it's not trying to be like that. It's, it's, it's its own thing. And, uh, so we'll see what we can learn from that, but I think there's a lot to bring forward and then look forward, uh, based on what we're, we've started doing our cohort and we're, you know, we have data scientists, we have strategy consultants, we have leadership consultants. We have, uh, a lot of interesting ideas. One person has been a native for 55 years, so hmm. he, he's still here. There must be a reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, we're really doing a deep dive and it will fit in with what Mo Collins is doing with the Nevada project. And it will do, we'll, we're doing some work with Della Rucker to integrate Las Vegas into a coffin foundation, uh, entrepreneurial ecosystem playbook for the, this decade. The, the last time they did it was 2019. Mm -hmm. So yeah, a lot of stuff going on that people may or may not know about, but it's all focused on making this ecosystem stronger 
not just for tech. So Tech Alley is a, is a huge component of that, but a, the, the picture is even larger than people realize, I, I assume. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm glad you're doing it. And uh, yeah, I, I wasn't part of the downtown project. I was dealing with my own, you know, obviously uh, working at a company uh, and, and so on, uh, uh, where, you know, I, I just wasn't coming down. I didn't see a, a need to, or so I wasn't exposed to it. But I, I do I do uh, appreciate what the folks during uh uh, during that period did for Las Vegas. Uh, and I often say that, you know, we're just a continuation of, of, of that effort, uh, in, in a lot of ways, but I do talk to, uh, people that were in that space, people that were doing like the jelly, uh, which was event. And, uh, and I asked them the question, Hey, what, what worked, what happened to the jelly? Uh, not, not, not a big deep dive that you're doing. I think that that's fantastic, but just, to just to make sure that, uh, eh, we don't, we don't make the same mistakes or at least we can watch, for, for where certain areas are happening. So we can, we can, uh, you know, plan for that and, 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 and sort of circumvent it, uh, uh, and so on. But, um, yeah, man, I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're doing it. I'm, and I'm excited again, excited to be part of the, the scene of today and, and, uh, and participating, uh, the best I can. Yeah, me too. And, uh, and as luck would have it, you meet m- more people than you would think that, have similar mindset. However, they don't know about each other. So I hate to even say serendipitous collisions because it's not something to rely on, but it's certainly something to benefit from when you can. And so, you know, Tech Alley is one of many places where you can run. Well, it was also a Tech Alley event, but like you said, John Hill was here and then Andy Abramson. That that was a great turnout because it was a double header or a, a double feature, if you will. And so I ran into some people at the NFL and we'll probably end up doing a project with them for the Super Bowl coming up. And I, we talked about the view local project for privacy, where identity. So, so you run into people just serendipitously and the more often people are able to meet, you know, they don't necessarily go to tech alley, but, uh, the more people know to even bring up what, you know, to be able to mingle. That's one of our other projects is pitch mingle is how do you tell somebody what you're doing in 10 seconds? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause yeah. nobody practices that. Right. So, uh, so we have people practicing that and, and other things. So it's really just to elevate the entire platform of being entrepreneurial here, which is a much longer story, but I don't want to keep you too long. So, yeah. Well, again, I appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate the perspective that you're doing. And I love that you act, right? Like, likewise. Uh, yeah. Two, yeah. So and both, both sides. We, we're, yeah. I've said this before. Josh and I kind of have the same thing. We like, we say we're going to do something and it's like, oh, you're doing it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be known as a, is the idea person, right? I think, you know, you action actually makes stuff happen. So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I love that you, you, you do that and you get people uh, energized and, and, and I think you, you don't hold back as, as well. I think that, uh, you know, sometimes we need to hear, uh, you know, what's, uh, what does work and what doesn't, or, or even some of the frustrations, like I said, growing up here, I don't, I'm not, I really wasn't exposed to a lot of the, uh, the other cultures. So no one, what, what works, what, what works in other cultures that, uh, that, that we're lacking here for whatever reason. And, and I always say this, Vegas is still pretty much a small town. It wasn't too long ago that Reno had more people in, 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 in than, than Vegas did. Right. We were, sure. uh, we were very small. Uh, and it just was only recently that, you know, that our population exploded. And, and so there's a lot of uh, weird, uh, you know, mindsets and, and so on, but to know, you know, what works well, let's, let's change that culture. I think we have an opportunity and in some ways an obligation to, to, to those that are going to follow us, uh, to, to get it right. But, uh, good. Awesome, man. I'm really enjoying this call. I'm really enjoying some, this uh, interview. Like, uh, yeah, whatever, chat, whatever you want. It's, uh, hopefully we'll have more, uh, interesting people, interesting and interested in, in having conversations like this. 
but uh yeah and hopefully uh the the quick story of josh and pitch workout room not only did he enable it but he was the final presenter on the first day and that led to if you just want to have a brief yet another thing you're working on yeah it, oh and tagly yeah so that was literally that i mean that's a i hate to always harp on it but it's a great entrepreneurial story that we're trying to enable people to do is like if you have an idea you have to well, you don't have to, but if you wanted to go somewhere, you you do have to start. And yeah. so talking about it is is a good way to do that because you get, well, in your case, you got real feedback <laughs> and uh -huh. progress, but, and that happened last night. And so the more people are willing to step out of their comfort zone and talk and get feedback and it uh, the rule at pitch workout room is don't be mean, but otherwise people were, you know, they were providing critical, uh, but useful feedback, you know, a critique, yeah. not only, not so much of what people were saying, cause they were a couple of people didn't have a deck or they just wanted to get, a, get feedback, which they did, but it wasn't, you know, that's a dumb idea. It's, oh, so do you mean this or that? And, you know, it's the kind of feedback that you don't get from just sitting in a coffee shop, right? This is the reason we're here is to give yeah. you feedback. And so that setting is, is a uh, sort of unique. I'm, I'm, uh, it's very early in the process, which is not common here. And in fact, I had a similar discussion with SBDC. I know we're coming up on time. SBDC had SBDC day, day, uh, SBDC day the other day, and I described something that we're working on for the the earliest of early startup people before they would go to SBDC or Score. And the SBDC people said, "We've talked about that, and we have nothing like that. So we could be an on ramp to that too." So we can take what we know about our existing ecosystem and try to help other people who don't necessarily know that whether they're local or newly local. So yeah, oh, lots yeah. of stuff. I, 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 I'm glad you liked the, the, the story of Integli and again, I appreciate what you did in, in hosting that event and making this happen because, uh, as it, I, I actually love the story all, all the way from the, from the beginning where, uh, again, it was one of those things where I said, I I'm not going to share an idea unless I'm going to execute on it. And then I was, I happened to be in front of city council promoting entrepreneurism. And I said, Hey, I got this vision that every library in the state of Nevada is going to have a makerspace, right? So, so since I, since I really believe that STEM ties into entrepreneurism and, uh, uh and so, and so we have to create this culture where if a kid is trying to solve a problem or make a product or something, they have the means to do it. And, uh, after that, I was like, damn it, now I got to freaking make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so, it, you know, the, you tell the story about how, you know, I, I started visiting libraries and then I started learning their complications and then piecing this together and that together. And, and, uh, it just so happened that, uh, one of the guys that come to tech alley, uh, his name's Chris, uh, invited me to have some, uh, you know, go out with a couple of his buddies and, you know, have a drinks. And these guys were big into 3D printing. And, and, and from that conversation, I learned all these complications that why it might not be attractive to libraries. And then and anyway, it, you know, it sort of turned into this, hey, we're going to Uberfy 3D printing. And it all came from all these different conversations from different people that I that I that I had that was just sort of giving me input. And uh yeah, then the next thing you know, I'm I'm speaking at your uh, pitch workout room, talking about the idea. And I was just giving the idea away. I don't even if you remember that. I was saying, yeah. somebody, please do this, right? I, I just want to see it happen. And uh, yeah, Zach came up and said, "Hey, I'm uh, I'm interested in, in 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 doing that. Can we talk?" And so uh, after we got talking, I said, "You know what? I'm really interested in seeing this happen. Uh, let's 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 make it do. Let's do it." And uh, we formed a business and launched it. What six seven months later? Yeah, it was dry um, when you when you did demo time. Yeah, so yeah. Six months it's, later, it's, but, it's but, crazy. It's crazy how the, it all came together. 
But the irony is that you already were working with Zach in this case. So, but in general, the fact is, if you don't, you you could be sitting next to somebody who could make your idea. They're the other half of the the effort, if you will. But if you never say it out loud, and, and if they don't happen to be there, so it's it, it's a challenge to to uh, find the pieces, find the Legos that fit together, if you like. But yeah, nice. In in it, oh, I use Lego block references all the time. Brick, sorry, Lego bricks. But the yeah the the benefit of of intermingling and I, the serendipitous collision thing I think is a is too easy to throw. But if you actually set up an environment like Pitch Workout Room or like Tech Alley where you're like, come here, do this, and then go to the next step. Don't stop here. That's the important part. This is the beginning, not the end. So the pitch work I remember, I always tell people the, you start here, but then you're going to go on to pitch for money or pitch for, you know, finding co-founders or whatever. You have to start though. And this is a great way to do it. Tech Alley is a great way to meet people, but that's not, that shouldn't be the only time you have conversations with people. You, oh, I just met you. Let's meet up later and continue this conversation because it's too crazy or we're having lunch now or whatever. So yeah, I think um, there's that component of our culture needs to mature a little bit in my opinion that. Um, I always tell people in Silicon Valley, you could sit in a coffee shop and go very quietly. I have an idea. And people would go, wait, we want to hear what's going on. (laughs) And here you can shout it. Like, I have an idea. They're like, be quiet. I'm, I'm filming a TikTok video. So everybody has ideas, right? Well, but I I mean, there's an, there was always an interest in like, Ooh, who's doing what in Silicon Valley. And we don't want to be the next Silicon Valley. I'm not saying that at all, but I am saying that being interested is a good way to, to move through your day and pick up things. I, I literally super connect with people all the time. Like, Oh, you should talk to this person. Uh, you know, in fact, I can, I'm, can, I'm trying to connect victory. If anybody's familiar with drones and arrow AI and victory is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, an architect here, I'm trying to connect him for something that I hope will be pretty cool. I had a discussion with Carolyn wheel yesterday about this, mm-hmm. uh, from downtown Vegas Alliance, mm-hmm. uh, to make a connection so that we can see more of arrow AI's work on a, hopefully on a screen floating above a street around here somewhere. Oh, so, uh, so I'm not saying anything more than that, but, uh, but yeah, we'll say, I mean, making things happen here is not necessarily about a personal win. It's more of a karmic win, I guess. And, uh, that is something I hope we can get more of super connecting and you do that all the time. Some people do it even more, which is crazy, but, uh, other people don't think about it and it's something we should encourage. So yeah, 100% that's my soapbox presentation, I guess. And, uh, I'm, en- I will end if you, uh, cause I know we're definitely running out of time now, but I will end by reminding you and anybody listening that we are also innovate for Vegas foundation, but I'm sure I will talk about it here as well. A lot is the talks.vegas project, which will try to encourage people doing anything to talk about it. So, you know, the Intagli story could be retold in a HD TV, uh, HD format nice. and uh, broadcast the world. But yeah, we want we want to encourage people to tell their stories. We'll do different formats, one not just like pitch workout room, but uh, so yeah, some of the stuff you've talked about just today would be interesting for people to know about far and wide, uh, which people don't always know. They always they they hear about catalytic converter thefts and construction on the strip and the F one car. You know, all these things make the press, but it's the uh, it's the little things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big things have small beginnings, as they say. So, well, tell me anything you need, man. I always love what you're doing. Uh, likewise. And, um, yeah, I, and this is, we're recording this on uh, St. Patty's day. So happy St. Patty's day, uh, Josh, I know you're, we, we were just talking about Ireland. We should go there. And so I have been, by the way, I have been in Dublin on St. Patty's day. 
they are professional drinkers, as they say, uh, not amateurs. So it uh-huh. was a very pleasant St. Patty's Day when I was sitting in a pub in Dublin. Nice. You would yeah, think cool. you're just sitting. It's another day. I mean, you know, everybody's celebrating, but it's not a not a not mayhem like it is in some places. And uh, but definitely, definitely, we should go to Ireland. Let's go. EIR, like I said, I'm sorry, Enterprise Ireland. EI uh, is an amazing organization, which is actually worth looking into separately. And like I said, we have Sarah Hill, who was part of the Vegas downtown project. We can we can talk to her anytime. And I have plenty of friends in Ireland that we can go visit. So uh, on that note, thank you so much, Josh, for giving me extra time and giving Vegas all of his time. <laughs> no, I appreciate I appreciate you, man. And uh, look forward to catching you tomorrow at, uh, at the event. Yeah. So so the 18th, if, if you happen to be listening to this between now and the 12 hours from now, uh, yeah, we'll see you. Otherwise, third Saturday of every month, Tech Alley, and then everything else Josh is doing and everything I'm doing too. Pay attention. We'll try to get the word out more. Thank you so much, Josh. All right. Thanks, everybody. All right, bye.